0: Hello, this is Kurt Mills, Washington editor of Spectator USA. This is the Shots Podcast, and I'm here with Jacob Halbrin, editor of the National Interest, my alma mater. And here today we are talking about a new poll that puts Joseph Robinette Biden 32 points ahead of all comers, Sanders at 14%, and uh, Mr. Halbrin has been calling for some time that Biden is not only the frontrunner, but the prohibitive frontrunner, and today uh, would appear to be vindicative of that
1: view. Vindicating. Jacob? Hi, Kurt. First, let me congratulate you on your ascension to becoming Washington editor of The Spectator. We will all be watching closely your performance in the coming months. As for Biden, I have always been convinced in the teeth of many liberal and progressive Democrats that he is the prohibitive favor to win the nomination and that he will likely demolish Donald Trump in the general election. Why? Biden represents mainstream Democrats who have been challenged by the progressives. But if you look at the results of the 2018 midterm election, it was, in fact, moderate and conservative Democrats who triumphed during the election. There was the progressive element. But House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, who used to be seen as a radical liberal, has it exactly right, the Democratic Party if it wants to succeed against Trump and the GOP, must adhere to the moderate to conservative course among Democrats.
0: So there's been a lot of discussion about is Biden essentially the heir to Hillary Clinton, and this that has a negative connotation to it. In other words, Biden's campaign is similar to, to basically, uh, Biden will go up against Sanders and he's this sort of lumbering establishment figure. But I actually would argue that in a lot of ways Biden is the opposite of Hillary Clinton, and is, his campaign is taking an opposite course. Consider, the absolute apex of Hillary's standing within the Democratic Party happened before she announced in 2015. And she, she was an excellent candidate at clearing the field. Everybody potentially overestimated her. Biden stayed out. Kerry stayed out. Other Democrats stayed out. And it was basically only Sanders in there. And he filled the void as the only serious opposition candidate for Hillary. Biden's path has actually been the opposite. He failed to clear the field. We now have 20 plus candidates. And Biden's numbers were okay, strong, definitely front-runner status, but not prohibitive front-runner status. Since he announced, he's rocketed in all national polls. This is not what people predicted, besides you and a few others. Uh, I remember a Wall Street Journal op- op-ed a few weekends ago from Peggy Newton that basically urged Biden to stay out. And there was some discussion that Biden could seriously pass on this race. He didn't, and it looks like he made
1: a prudent decision. Well, Biden has a lot of things going for him. One is that, unlike Hillary Clinton, he has actually won a lot of elections. If you look at Clinton's record, she was essentially hoisted into Daniel Patrick Moynihan's Senate seat, and she was weak in running against Obama, And who defeated her, and she has not really demonstrated that she can take a real political punch. Now, Biden has not only won a lot of elections, but he also ran twice for the presidency and lost each time. So for him, the question is, is the third time the charm? I think it is. He's been well set up to enunciate broad-based themes about restoring pride in America, both at home and abroad and he represents, he's a reliable figure. He represents a return to normalcy, which has worked before in presidential elections. Now, Trump is a wild card and will punch furiously at Biden, but one of the things that obviously really helped Trump in 2016 was that when he affixed the moniker, crooked Hillary to Hillary Clinton, it resonated. The Clintons had done a lot of shady things, particularly during their time no, in the buy, White House. You don't buy into Hunter Biden's associations with Ukraine and other
0: alleged financial misdoings
1: to be... Not enough. You need, you need a long miasma, a track record. And Clinton had not only indulged in whitewater, cattle futures, but you had the personal peccadilloes of Bill Clinton. A long train of women traipsing behind him, culminating in the Monica Lewinsky affair in the White House. So the Clintons were, were tainted. Trump was able to bring a bunch of aggrieved women to the debate with Hillary Clinton, which was Steve Bannon's idea. Turned out to be quite ingenious. He was trapped, paralyzed. I think that Biden will relish going up against Donald Trump. Biden will portray himself as a hard scrabble guy from Scranton, Pennsylvania, who actually does come from middle, the lower middle class, the working class, whereas Trump grew up in luxury in Queens. Biden in 2009 when he
0: was vice president-elect, I believe, was the poorest senator in the United States Senate at the time when he was exiting. Uh, And I I remember in, in the quintessential political campaign book What It Takes by Richard Ben Kramer, he always had that quote, Joe never had money. And so if he has money now, it's not quite the treasure trove that the Clintons were able to amass after office. I think just a, you know, I always say this, this sort of man-on-the-street perspective, and whether sexism comes into play here or not, it's not for me to say, but frankly speaking, people don't like Hillary Clinton, and people like Joe Biden, and it's a critical distinction uh, that I think the president's going to have to grapple with if, indeed, Biden, as you seem to indicate, could just run away with the nomination. It's early, but these numbers are astounding. It's not like Biden started at 46%, as the new poll has us, and Bernie's at 14%. He was at 28%, and Bernie was at 20%. And now, after the announcement, it's this surge. I can't think of an immediate precedent for it.
1: Well, another thing that worked well for Biden was his announcement rollout, which I know you were dubious about, but I think it was the right way to go. He didn't start by attacking the other Democratic nominees. Instead, he went straight for the jugular. He attacked Trump on the issue of Charlottesville, again, getting back to pride in America. It was very clever, and I think the more that Trump tweets about Biden, the more it benefits
0: Biden. I think think it's clear the president would... So if the president uh, actually does think it's a two-man race, which, again, is extremely early, but if you think it's between Biden and Bernie, I think it is clear, and he's correct, that he would prefer to run against Sanders, not Biden. I think Biden's the bigger threat.
1: The American people... I, would, I don't believe that they're going to elect a socialist mm-hmm. as president, especially, particularly one who's saying, this land is your land, while uh, honeymooning in the Soviet Union. Yes. Um, another problem for Trump, which gets back to the crooked Hillary uh, designation, he's calling J- Joe Biden Sleepy Joe. I don't think anyone believes Some, some are calling him creepy
0: Joe as well, which, which I think is only a matter of time between, especially if Trump does get a little more desperate, that he just, just straight up embraces that moniker. Yeah,
1: he could go for that. But I don't think either of them really works. He doesn't have a real handle on Biden. He, you know, for the Democrats, let's face it, they're looking for their version of kryptonite to Trump's superman. So, I'm, so let's see what happens, I mean, as Trump likes to say. But for now, Biden does look quite formidable. He has a history of malapropisms, and there'll be some blunders along the way. But Trump could also have significant difficulties in coming months. On foreign policy, he's heading towards some kind of a conflict with Iran, venezuela isn't working north korea is testing missiles again china does he get the trade deal this week or not he desperately needs it so for trump there are all kinds of booby traps out there
0: Mm -hmm. i think uh critical uh for biden is the state of pennsylvania uh both in the primary and in the general election and just to play a little bit more devil's advocate my my biggest source on Pennsylvania politics is, is Charles McElwee at, at City Journal, and he's a, he's a uh, maestro of all things uh, Pennsylvania, and he argues that essentially the areas of the state that have gone for Trump uh, actually have, if anything, doubled down, and he does not think that Biden could take Trump there.
1: Who Jacob, knows? You also I, am, I, I grew up in Pittsburgh, so, uh, which is a heavily Democratic city. Uh, once you get into the rural areas of Pennsylvania, of course, it's a different story. Right. But there also is another twist to this, which is the Wall Street Journal and other publications have been pointing to the fact that the Republican Party in Pennsylvania appears to be in freefall in a, in a state of, of civil war. So. And the Trump campaign has been quite concerned about that. So, again, I would be very surprised if Biden was not able to win Pennsylvania.
0: What percentage chance do you think Biden is the nominee? Uh,
1: I think it's all but certain. All but certain? Yes. Unless he makes some calamitous error, Joe Biden will be at the Democratic National Convention in Milwaukee accepting the nomination this summer and then he will romp to victory against trump thank you jacob thank you